Uh, what's up, fam? Yeah, uh, a uh, a okay. Uh. <clears throat> oh, I thought you were gonna freestyle. I'm oh, excited. Sorry, no, that wasn't where we were going with this one. But guess what? What is that? It's the season finale. It is, it is. Um, welcome y'all to a little thing we like to call the Rooted Life Podcast. And if you made it this far, then you already know that we are your hosts, Dorian and Morgan, and Mm -hmm. we help people pursue wholeness in the areas of faith and relationships. And we have a ton of content from this podcast to our Instagram page, devotional on the YouVersion Bible app, online courses, Mm -hmm. and just so much more. But we made it, y'all, to the season finale of All About Friendships. This is episode 10. And shout out to it also being our 51st episode. We've recorded 51. 51 episodes, Morgan. That is a lot of episodes. And what's really crazy is that just this season alone is more than five hours of content. Wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty wild. So it's been dope to just talk about healthy friendships. And Mm -hmm. I would say this season has really opened my eyes to how much God values friendships and community. And it's really challenged me to think about how I can be a better friend to the people that he has entrusted in my life. So how do you feel as we wrap up? I'm just trying to figure out where the time went. Mm. I'm just very confused on how October is knocking on the door. Yes. And I'm trying to look at my calendar like, what? <laughs> I, I, I'm stuck. I'm Ms. confused. Jackson. And I'm actually sad that this season's over. This has Aww. been, I think we've had a really good time recording this. Like this, we we've had a good time making all the reels, messing up, yes. laughing. We've had a lot of laughs this season. So I'm sad the season is over and I'm grateful for some rest. And I'm grateful that it's been a blessing to us and other people. Yeah, I do love that. And I feel like, you know, because we are like really in our groove with the business, mm-hmm. it's like so many of the logistical pieces were worked out. So yeah. we could really just kind of like enjoy it. It still was work, True. but I feel like it was so much more enjoyable than when we didn't have systems and ways of approaching the mm-hmm. work and just was a lot smoother you mm. know so shout out to you for being i would say the ops person you know you're like the brains behind everything so mm, i'll take that I appreciate this i'll take it um yeah so our last episode no child left behind was really such a blessing like in that episode we got to talk about why many christians don't have friends who are unbelievers mm-hmm. and we got to share tips on how to navigate friendships with people who have different beliefs than you so i thought it was really convicting and i just hope that the five do's and don'ts that we shared expose people to the possibilities of witnessing in mm. a really like genuine and loving way mm-hmm. it was a read it was a word it was it was all of that <laughs> well speaking of getting read let's jump to these grows and glows for mm. the last time this season oh my god well last time on the podcast we still gonna do it in our personal lives oh, we hope y'all will too but yeah. it's the last time on the, the season yeah. so i'll go ahead and kick us off well my grow it's two things one i've realized like our minds are really powerful i know we say that mm. but our minds are like they really they really are like they dictate the health of our bodies and mm-hmm. like i just was dealing with some shame and regret the other week and realizing that every time i feel shameful i literally get sick Anytime I feel stressed, Mm. I get sick. Mm -hmm. And even this last summer where I had that month of like my biggest work event ever, I was sick the entire month. Mm. And I'm like, I wonder how much of that I actually made myself sick Mm. by being stressed and overwhelmed, not taking care of myself. So I guess the grow is like learning to process my feelings, work on it in therapy and um, just recognizing how like your thoughts really dictate your life and really can regulate how your body feels. So just trying to do a better job of stress management, doing a better job of like going to God with stuff. Um, so I'm literally not making myself sick. Or even when I feel overwhelmed, I get headaches. Like mm. I realized that when I was doing social work that 
the days I felt the most overwhelmed, I'd have the worst headaches. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's connected to like feeling stressed and overwhelmed. So just trying to make more of that connection and doing better about taking care of myself. So yeah. I don't be walking around with stomach aches and headaches. Cause yeah. Who wants that? Nobody. Mm-mm. Don't I'm want glad that. you had that, that little revelation. Me too, girl. Okay, glow. Yes. Is we got to do a worship. We got flued out. Come on you now. Know, we got flued out for Jesus, which is, I guess, the best kind of flued out that's you can honestly, have. Honestly, the most just I don't know fulfilling type of good flute out I feel very like fulfilling because I feel like I left more full than when I went I'm so like, like we received more than we gave if this is what flute out is please wow. sign me up yeah flew me out more I would like to <laughs> flew flew me out more <laughs> hashtag flew me out more <laughs> <laughs> so we got to partner with Haven um, Missions and they had an I-35 worship event and they, mm. they flew us out to help host an MC. And um, there were some things that Dory and I had just been talking about <laughs> the brunch the morning of like I was like, I'm really asking God for some direction in some areas in my life. And mm. he literally gave me everything I asked for. If not, he gave me more. Literally. Literally gave me more mm. than I than I asked for. Like just, he wow. literally met me and gave me all the direction I asked for. Timing, mm-hmm. everything I asked for. He was like. <laughs> You Boop. want timing? Oh, you want to know what you're going to be doing with your life? Oh, you want to, all the things. So I am just, I don't even have words where I think I'm just shocked and yeah. undone. I just been trying to, all day, I just been trying to wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just don't understand why you're so faithful. So I'm excited and grateful that he was just willing to meet me in such a tangible and real way and meet me in a way where I could like hear him and know that it was, it was for me without a doubt. Mm. But that's my grow and my glow. Girl, you know, I mean, I was there, but. Uh... <laughs> you got, you woke up. <laughs> I woke up out my sleep. Holy Spirit said, you need to get some of this. (laughs) I said, okay. Rolls over. Hey, I was, I wasn't down there. Next thing you know, full download, like, and I'm literally just over there, like "Mm." just gazing at the sky, Mm, just staring up at the heavens, like, dang God, you are something else. And I just, yeah, I love that. What you got was even encouraging for me. Mm. And so, yeah, sweet. God is good. Um, All right. So my grow, I think I just want to be more mindful of my mood. You Mm. know, I I've realized how my mood will more often than not dictate how I actually act. Mm. And um, that doesn't need to be the case. I don't want to be driven by my feelings. Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. Dr. Darius had preached this message talking about how our mood impacts our movement, our magic and our ministry. Mm -hmm. And coming out of I-35, I feel like what I got was kind of this. Uh, revelation around like if you're being called into leadership like you can't the only thing that'll disqualify you is like you not stepping into what it is that Mm -hmm. God called you to and so I can let my emotions dictate how I act and then that's what is going to distract me from doing all he's called me to be so um, yeah I just kind of made a commitment to myself coming out of that weekend that like the thing that I feel like holds me back the most is procrastination Mm -hmm. and he also talked about in that message how prideful that is because that's under Mm. the assumption that you even have extra time true and so I was like okay convicted Mm -hmm. and so yeah just wanted to approach life differently in that way Mm. um and then my glow so I'm gonna do a quick testimony time today so I'm gonna get on the keys y'all God is faithful okay so earlier this year I was uh, excited about this promotion I submitted myself for a director's level and it got demoted to associate director and my salary from the previous position was already being um like compensated at the new position. Mm -hmm. So basically the bump that they gave me was really small because they're like, you were already making too much money. So we'll give Mm. you 5k. 
And I was like, okay. So I spent all summer just real sad, honestly, and frustrated. And a couple things happened at some other jobs. I got a little bit of momentum, but really nothing was really happening. And then all of a sudden, sudden. they came back around and offered me the promotion that I asked for with the title that I wanted, but also expanded it to include me taking on three direct reports as well as starting a team <laughs> that had never before been seen at the at the office. And mm. then <laughs> the increase on top of that was 22K. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just seeing how God, like, came all the way back around on all the things that I was desiring and mm. more yeah. was just like, dang, God, you really do have a plan. Like, yeah, and does. I don't know why I ever doubt you. Like, mm. I don't know why I ever second guess that you care about me as much as you do and that you care about the things that I care about. Does, yeah. And so, yeah, I just want to celebrate that. Mm. And um, I hope that y'all would be encouraged to know that like wherever you are in whatever season, just wait well. Cause I really mm-hmm. think part of the testimony is that even though I felt like I kind of got done wrong, mm-hmm. I showed up with the same attitude. I put yeah, the same, you, you know, intention and effort forward. I wasn't rude or disrespectful. And I think that says a lot um, to people when a good opportunity does come. They mm-hmm. remember that kind of stuff. So it's interesting because your grow is about working on your attitude and your mood. Mm. But through this process, you still I serve with the right attitude. <laughs> Look at that. You stretching me on you it did. already. I love to see it. Oh, that was a good. That was a very hearty. They were hardy. That was, was the last one. So I felt like we had to really get y'all, you we know. We had to get something We had to good. leave y'all with something good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's get into this season finale. Y'all know that, or maybe you don't know if you're new here, but usually <laughs> for our season finale, we do like a recap or like we highlight our favorite episodes. But I was thinking we do something a little bit different this episode. But before we jump into that, I got a question for you, girl. What's that? Well, we did a whole season about friendships and we've talked about like how this season has stretched us personally mm-hmm. um, and challenged us personally. So I'm just curious, like which episode this season challenged challenged you the most and why Mm, girl I'm gonna just put myself on blast and say episode six Mm. uh, worst behavior which was about immature friendships um one because I feel like it required me to go back and look at some of my mistakes of the past which is sometimes hard to do yeah um but I think it forced me to make sure that I had really reconciled those things Mm. had really like received grace let it go and even the things that I didn't do well it's like I can't go back all I can do is go forward and so I had to really just kind of come to terms with a lot of stuff from my past and friendships Mm. and then I think um secondly it just caused me to like reevaluate even in my current friendships like before I set out to correct other people, I need to continue to look through a lens of like, okay, what could I have done better? I want that to be the starting point versus Mm -hmm. like, well, you did this and they did that and always deflecting conflict, but instead being like, okay, Dorian, well, let's start with you first. And Mm -hmm. then we will get to like how you need to address other people. So Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, it was good. (laughs) That was good. Uh, I think for me, Funhouse Friendship, that was the one where we talked about just navigating different nuanced Mm. relationships, whether it's like with your siblings or your parents or somebody you're attracted to. And that has been a challenge for me in the Mm. season as someone who wants to date and God's been very clear about girl. (laughs) Not right now. But I just think that recording that episode in a season and time where I was struggling with a friend that I am attracted to, like struggling to set boundaries and all that thing, mm-hmm. all those things, it was just helpful to create that content and basically just preach to myself through the episode. Like the whole time, <laughs> Holy Spirit was like, do you get it? Mm. And I was like, yeah, Holy Spirit, I, I got you. I, I hear you. I hear you. That awkward laugh when you know you're getting rebuked, but you're trying to play it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. good one. That is a good one. And I feel like it definitely reminded me as well just to continue to maintain those healthy boundaries mm-hmm. <laughs> with friends of the opposite sex. So, um, all right, y'all. Well, it's the season finale. So 
you know, we got something fun up our sleeves. Mm-hmm. So, Mo, what are we going to get into today? Well, like we said, we're going to do something different. Um, and we've just received so many friendship-related questions and scenarios and texts and DMs. And we thought it'd be cool to take some of y'all's questions and scenarios and just answer them. Um, so we're excited to kind of get into the things that y'all have submitted to us via Instagram, really. Yeah. And I just want to say, you know, we're so honored and humbled that y'all would come to us for advice and input on right. your situations. Like we're not experts by any means. Like we just going based off of our experiences and um, honestly just using wisdom to apply that to y'all. A little scenarios. bit of a degree. I do have a okay, did go fair. to school to be a you, you, you did do this. So a little bit. You did do a this. Uh, <laughs> Got to throw in that degree because somebody has I'll to know let, I, I'm in debt. So. I'll let <laughs> I'll let Mo lean in on the the degree side. (laughs) Meanwhile, over here with a communications degree, I can't help you fully. Not from the degree, at least. Um, But we just wanted to create space for y'all because, you know, sometimes it's hard to process outside of your own personal feelings. And sometimes you don't have someone who you really feel like you could talk to about it. So hopefully um, we'll be able to give some good advice. Yeah, so all that says, y'all the real MVP. Like, we love y'all. I just want to insert the uh, gif of sis crying from America's Top Model. Y'all exactly she's just the like one with crying with her arms. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to y'all. So the first question um, came from a follower on Instagram, and she said, is it okay to have a best friend or close friend date night? Her friend thinks it's a little too much. Don't make that face. Her friend <laughs> thinks it's a little too much to have a romantic night for two girls to go out together. She hmm. thinks it's better in a group. So, Miss Ezzard. Well, if you follow us on Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know that we love date night. (laughs) We love love getting cute and going out Mm -hmm. and spending time together. And um, honestly, I think that, you know, for us, it's about carving out intentional time and space to be with that person. Like, and to me, it says to the person, like, I want to make sure that you know that I care enough about you that I'm going to like take everything else off my calendar. We're Mm going to set time together and we're going to, you know, just have fun. Like we have to do it because we also work together. So we have to carve out intentional friend time because we'll just end up thinking that work time is friend time and they're Mm -hmm. different. So I think that, you know, when you're in a group setting, like it's great to hang out with friends in a group, but a lot of times it's just focused on the fun and Mm -hmm. you know, you're not really taking time to like go super deep when you're in a group setting. And so I think intentional, like, one-on-one time also allows you to just be able to like talk about frustrations and challenges or like personal struggles. And I think it just really pushes you to go deeper. So, you know, like how do you can be praying and caring for your friends Mm. um, outside of all the super fun parts of life. Yep. Agree. Everything she said. (laughs) And I think we have to just really reimagine what intimacy, AKA closeness looks like in our friendships. Mm. And many of us only practice intimacy in our romantic relationships. But why is that? Why do we only reserve intimacy and intentionality for our romantic relationships? Like, why is there a fear involved of being close to people we mm-hmm. aren't dating? Yeah. Like, I think those are questions that are important for us to unpack and understand as we pursue true community. Um, and I said this in a clubhouse conversation we had with someone, but I think one of the greatest gifts of friendship is to truly see someone and to be truly seen. Like, mm-hmm. that is such a gift that only comes with intimacy and closeness, which requires you are intentional with spending time together and open up and you're vulnerable. So I just think that you have to, I would encourage this person to ask their friend in some kind of way, like to think, to reimagine what intimacy looks like. What Mm -hmm. is it like to be close to people that you care about and carve out intentional time to get to know them and share with them and and really do life with them. Mm. Yeah. I think that language is so strong, like reimagine intimacy because Otherwise, then I think we're doing a disservice to the capacity of what a friendship could actually offer if we don't go beneath the surface. And I can think about the friendships, too, that I'm like, I mean, we cool, but I feel like we'll never talk about nothing hard. And those friendships feel different, you know. So, 
Yeah, that's that's our two cents. But let's... let me let me add a little something else. On oh that. yeah, I think also like when we um, reduce intimacy to just like sexuality and attraction, we're really mm. diluting the gift of intimacy. That's good intimacy is not just attraction and mm-hmm. liking someone. Like it's deeper than that. Like mm-hmm. God wants us to actually get to know people and to mm-hmm. be seen. And like for someone to look at you and see all your flaws and still love you, like that is such a gift and a reflection of the way that God loves us that you can miss out if you're only trying to be close with someone that you have romantic feelings for mm-hmm. i just think that you you reduce intimacy in a way that actually doesn't allow you to have a life that flourish mm. and i'm gonna leave it right there well i don't need to pick anything up from there that was great <laughs> we're just gonna go ahead and get into scenario number two okay. by one of our instagram followers and they asked a couple of questions in there okay. how do you navigate new friendships how do you show up without showing up too much and how do you open up and let people back into your space when you've been guarded for so long. Mm. So what do you think? Mom? I think those are all good questions, first of all, but mm-hmm. let's maybe we'll just break it down and go one by one. Cause they've asked a few questions. I think the first one was, um, how do you navigate new friendships? One, this is awkward and it's weird. <laughs> and I think that's okay for us to admit. I think we should all go into it knowing like, this is going to feel a little clunky at first yeah. until we kind of get like Figure our bearing and, and feel our, our rhythm out. Um, but I think first you have to be honest about what you're looking for, mm-hmm. what you have the capacity to invest in, what you have the capacity to commit. And I just think if we're not clear about what we bring to the table and what we want, we can't articulate that to someone else. Mm-hmm. And so I think get clear about what you want. What kind of friends are you looking for? What kind of friendship are you looking for? And then be able to communicate that. So that might look like telling that new friend, maybe y'all go to coffee and you say like, you know, recently my friend groups have really changed. At this point, I'm looking for Mm. depth in my friendships and I'm looking for someone I can actually like hang out with and do these things with. I think you can first process that with yourself. And then I think there's a way to articulate it to that new friend in a way that's not like weird or corny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's so good. And I think what you're saying connects back to the five C's from the top of the season, talking about communication, Mm. like strong navigation requires strong communication. Mm. So talk about what you want. I think that's great advice. Like, and I would just add that communication is not always just articulating, but it's also listening. So I think part of new friendships is asking good questions. Like I know in one of my friendships, like I would always feel rejected when my friend wouldn't pick up my FaceTimes because Mm. I am a person who that's like how I like to communicate in Mm -hmm. a close friendship. I FaceTime and I don't, be like texting, hey, can I FaceTime you? I just FaceTime you because I'm like, we friends. Mm-hmm. And um, she didn't pick up. And so I would be like, dang, she don't want to be my friend. But she was like, girl, I just don't like to do that. Like, I just don't like spontaneous FaceTime. I prefer, mm. I'll do voice messages all day, but like, that's just how I like to communicate. So I was mm. like, okay, voice messages work for me. And so that's how we communicate now. And so I didn't ask the question, but it might've been nice to be like, hey girl, how you like to talk? <laughs> because then I think we would have avoided that like weird back and forth in the beginning. So yeah. ask great questions and uh, yeah, on your part, articulate and listen. Mm-hmm. And be willing to compromise too. Yeah. You can't, it's not going to be your way or the highway. No, like, it shouldn't be at least. And if they're not looking exactly for what you're looking for, there might be a way. Like maybe y'all aren't friends that hang out every weekend, but maybe you're like, all right, well, we want to get together at least twice a month. Like mm-hmm. there might be some compromise. So be willing to to compromise some. Yeah. Um, if it feels like there's potential for the, the friendship to grow deep and, and have longevity. Love it. Okay. Second part of the question that same follower asked was, how do you show up without showing up too much? Mm. I love that question. That is a good question. I can't wait to answer it, but you go first. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, you got to read the room. Like, mm-hmm. and when I say that, I think uh, I'd listened to this podcast the other day that talked about the different types of friendships that we have, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the crowd, you have uh, your community, you have the circle, and you have your core. So the crowd is like the outskirts. These are your high-buy relationships. Mm-hmm. Your community is like people that they know, like, the highlights in your life. 
Um, you got your circle who knows you pretty well. They get like the highs and lows of your life. And then you have your core. Mm. And the way that the girl on the podcast framed it, they know where the bodies are buried. Ooh, <laughs> violent. I like it. Uh, I mean, but that's real. They that's know real. like your deepest, darkest, all the things about you. And so I think in a new friendship, to figure out like, oh, am I doing too much or not? It's like, well, what type of friend is this? That's like true. put them yeah. in their category because somebody who is my core, I'm not ever really doing too much because you, you gonna know me, know me, mm-hmm. you know, but somebody who is the crowd, if I'm trying to talk to you all the time and hang out all the time and reveal my deepest, darkest secrets, and I feel like I'm getting nothing from you, maybe I have you in the wrong category. Mm. So I would say just kind of take the time to figure out, okay, what type of relationship is this actually going to be? Mm. And then you'll kind of know how to flow from there. That's good advice. I like that. Ooh, I love what this question think? so much. <laughs> um, I think it's something I used to struggle with. And sometimes I, I have the thoughts after I hang out with somebody like, man, was I doing too much? Mm. But honestly, underneath that, I think is a fear. And I think that fear is this belief that like I'm too much mm. and that the real me is somehow too much to handle or love and that I should somehow tone down who I really am mm. so I can be palatable to others like that. I think that's really underneath that mm. um, because I just don't currently think I can show up too much. I can only be myself. Yeah. And if for and if for someone that's too much, they're allowed that to have that opinion. That just means I might not be the friend or person for them, or maybe I have them in the wrong place. Maybe mm-hmm. they are part of the crowd and not the core and vice versa. But if I enjoy spending time with someone and I enjoy their company and their conversation, like I'm going to tell them, I'm going to send you gifs and funny memes. I'm going to DM you funny Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. Like I just think that's just who I am. And I don't want to ever feel like I have to be a smaller version of myself for other people because that's not a healthy relationship. Nah. And I've done that for too long. So I just don't believe that I can do too much. Mm. I just don't think I can do too much. Yeah. Not for, not for the right people. And I mm-hmm. think that's so facts. Like, yeah, I, that resonates really deeply for me. Like you're not doing too much for the people that mm-hmm. like see you in that way. No, they're like, no, this is great. I, like, love, I it. love it. I'm doing the same thing. Like, yep. Yeah. And I just want to add too that. I think it's dangerous for us to make assumptions about other people's perceptions of us. Mm, I'll say it true. Again. I think it's dangerous for us to make assumptions about other people's perceptions. You could tell yourself, well, I was too much. Well, you don't know what that person feels or thinks. Ask. So to make an assumption is dangerous on your part. And their part, you're creating a narrative that you don't even know is true. Mm-hmm. And then you end up feeling bad about yourself over Come something on. you made up in your head. Yeah. Yeah. You made it up. No one even told you. you were, they might have loved you. Thought you were so funny. You're like, yes. Man, I talk too much. Not. It's like no one told you that. Nope. <laughs> Literally nope. no one. They didn't. And if it's a good friend who's honest, they'll be like, hey, girl, next time. Like, that was a lot. Kind of dominate the conversation, you know, <laughs> but you just I guess I'm saying like, just hey, be careful that you're not making assumptions. But like we just said, like if someone loves you. You're not doing too much. No. Um, and the last little part of the question they asked too is like, how do you let people back in um, after you've been guarded for so long? And I would just say like, start with little things. Like start with how your day went. Start with how you're feeling. You don't have to go into your deepest, darkest secrets. So this one time when I was a child, no, mm-hmm. just be like, today was a rough day. Mm-hmm. And they ask why. You just be honest. Like mm-hmm. it, was, it was hard to get the work done. I'm just kind of, I'm feeling challenged. Like mm-hmm. I think you can start little, but also just want to encourage people like don't let fear keep you isolated from experiencing intimacy with others like that is good just don't let fear be the reason that you're not that you're too afraid to step back in the friendship ring like maybe you were hurt and that's unfortunate Mm -hmm. and I'm sorry about that but God wants you to flourish in relationships so don't let your hurt and your fear and past mistakes and um, things like that prevent you from having flourishing relationships in your future Mm -hmm. yep that is good 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 with a T. All right. So let's get on into this last question mm-hmm. scenario, which actually comes from our own personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. How does one navigate friendships when you're both single, but newly dating um, or getting closer to being in relationships? Like, 
How do you do it? Uh, and I guess I'll kick this one off. Mm-hmm. Go um, ahead, go ahead. I feel like what I've learned with you is just the importance of like putting my fears out on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I think oftentimes, kind of actually what you were just talking about, I let the narrative flow in my head and I let mm-hmm. it spiral out of control. And then I'm telling myself all these stories like she doesn't want to hear about any mm-hmm. of this. She's going to be upset if I share anything. <laughs> and literally like not even the truth. Mm-hmm. So by actually saying to you when we were hanging out this weekend, like, this kind of scares me, which mm-hmm. makes me like apprehensive about sharing because I don't want to be hurtful, but I also don't want to exclude you. Mm-hmm. And to actually hear you say, no, I want to celebrate these things with you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm excited for you. I'm happy for you kind of affirmed me and gave me the confidence um, that I needed to be like, OK, this gives me a little bit more insight into how I can navigate this with her. So mm-hmm. I think that it just was really helpful for me to be able to just put it on the table. And also that kind of sparked another conversation about dating with us that mm-hmm. like allowed us to then be like, okay, this is what I'm struggling with. And like, this is things that we can be praying for and coming mm-hmm. around together, together and, you know, separately for each other. So I think funny enough, we were on a friend date, which hey. to me just speaks to why they're important because they, they let things get on the table. So yeah, it can be like tricky to navigate. Um, but really I just think that vulnerability piece has been super key. Mm. with um, navigating the different season, especially because, you know, we're both people that desire being in like a happy, healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. And so it can be hard because one day we'll be there and mm-hmm. we don't know what the timelines are in our lives um, for that alignment or misalignment. And so I feel like it'll always continue to be a work in progress. But the more we share and talk about it with each other, the better it'll get. Yeah. Oh, I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you. <laughs> I love this girl. Okay. Uh, my answer, I think two, I'm thinking two things. One, like you got to be real. Like, is it, is it hard to see you date healthy, healthy men? <laughs> I can't even say healthy men because I'm not even exposed. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I can't even say healthy men. Help us, Father. Healthy, healthy men. Healthy men. An anomaly. Wow. <laughs> I ain't never seen it. Been in a lot of places, but I. Oh, I never seen. Come it. on, I never. <laughs> Kidding. Ooh. There are plenty of healthy men there out there. Are, we know that. Y'all. But is it is it sometimes challenging to watch? It's. I think in any area of your life, it's challenging to watch people that you love have the things that you want. Like my friends who have babies, I'm like. I'm very happy for you. Mm. I am very happy for you, but also want that for me. And mm-hmm. I think I think that's okay to be honest yeah. about that. But I think you got to go to God because they can't do nothing about that. They can't change mm. your life. Like that's in God's hands. So I think first, like if you are struggling with jealousy or frustration or like, God, when is it going to be me? I think tell God, like we say everything, like tell God. <laughs> Talk to him. <laughs> Talk to him. He's the only one that can do anything about it. And he's Correct. the only one that can bring you comfort. They can't comfort yes. that. Yes. They can't, they can't do anything. They can just say like, I'm sorry, girl, and I love you, but they can't bring peace to your soul. No. They can't quiet the yearnings of your heart and help that help you not make that an idol. Like they can do nothing but just try to be a good friend. So mm-hmm. go to the one who can do something about it, literally in your life and literally in your heart. And I think also um being willing to let friendships flow and evolve. Like our friendship eventually isn't gonna always be like this. Right. But I don't want to hold on too tightly Ooh. to this that I miss out on the fact that like whatever is next is still going to be good, yeah. even if it's different. But I don't want to be so um, tied to this version that I don't let mm. our relationship expand yep. and grow and evolve because it's just it, it gets better with time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even though it looks different now than it's done did in the past and it's going to continue to evolve. Like I love our friendship enough and we have a deep enough foundation that even if it looks differently, mm-hmm. there's always love and we're always going to make time for each other. So yeah. I think you have to be willing to let 
let friendships evolve and change and grow and move because we're going to be going through different seasons forever. Mm -hmm. like Forever. Yeah. Life is going to be different. Like God has been sweet in aligning our stories, mm -hmm. but they're not the same story. Right. It's just not. And that's and a gift that he aligned it. He it don't is. owe us that forever. Absolutely. That's, that was the sweetest thing he <laughs> could have done. Gift, maybe. But yeah, it's not the same story, which means there will be different places and different seasons mm -hmm. and different challenges and different pains and different joys. Mm -hmm. And we just get to like walk it out with each other together. But, you know, to your point, you can't hold on too tightly mm -mm. to the existing version. And that's of anything, that's of anything. your friendship, of your job, mm -hmm. of your status. Like you can't hold on to anything too tight. You know why you can't? Because it's not yours. Because it's not yours. It's not. You're holding on to something that's not even yours. It's mm -hmm. a gift from God. Yeah. And I think we get prideful when we think that he owes that to us or we are entitled. It's like mm -hmm. this is a gift from you. And so as freely as you gave it to me, I want to be willing to surrender it and back it to you go. and say, however you want to move yep. and let it be. It's your, like you put this friendship together. So yeah. I believe that you are sovereign enough to help us maintain it, that yes. you would flow through yes. us and help us love each other well. Yeah. But it's his to begin with. The job is his, the friends are his. Like, this is all yours, God. Mm -hmm. I just get to I just get to experience the gift mm -hmm. of what you've and given steward me it. and steward it well. Yep. So yep. that's that's yep. our advice, people, for that you. That one was good. That was good. I love that, that one. That was sweet. Okay, well, though, as we kind of wrap up this last episode, mm. our season finale, I'm just curious. We've talked, we've given so many nuggets most of which have been for us, honestly. But <laughs> honestly. We said it's for them. But Maybe all of them. All of it. Every episode was for us. We didn't even know it. We didn't, we didn't even know it. But I would love for you just to kind of maybe pick one nugget or one kind of, um, I don't know, one topic or something you want to leave people with as we kind of wrap up this last episode of this season. Yeah. Uh, I think the thing that I want people to be left with is about the core group. So this mm -hmm. is like the one to three people in your life that, you know, where the bodies are buried. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, we as we talked about and basically from our question that, Intimacy is something that people struggle with, like yeah. really allowing themselves to be seen. Even in the people they label as best friend, there's still some barriers to fully allowing yourself mm -hmm. be, to be exposed. And so I would just encourage folks, um, this is a, vi a visual image, but it really helps me like conceptualize what this looks like. It's like, who are the people that you can be butt naked in front of? Not butt. But booty butt naked. But naked. Who are the people? Because... These people, they get to see you, you know, physically naked, maybe that's your business, but figuratively, they get to see you with all of your flaws. Mm -hmm. But instead of pointing out the things that you're insecure about, mm -hmm. the things that give you anxiety about yourself, they choose to focus on the things that are beautiful mm -hmm. and remind you of those things. That's what it feels like when you're naked in front of somebody. Mm -hmm. You're like, dang, I hate my this and I don't like mm -hmm. that. And that person's like, nah, bro, you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what it feels like with your core group. And so I just mm -hmm. want to encourage people you need that group of people in you your life it. to hold you accountable, to really hold the mirror up to you, to encourage you when you are like at your last on your last leg, like you need mm -hmm. those people. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have that core, then I just encourage you to start praying about them because I believe and know that God would do that for you. And uh, if you have them, just ask God to reveal, like, how can you continue to love them well? Because mm. that's a special group of people. And I like when I think about my core, I'm like. I, I don't I would never want to not have y'all. So, Lord, mm -hmm. like, show me how to steward this group of folks. Well, mm -hmm. so that's my last in word. Mm -hmm. girl. That's sweet. I think mine kind of <laughs> in a weird way. Not weird. I feel like often our thoughts are aligned, even when we don't mean for them to be. But I just was thinking a lot about fear and 
and how all of the different episodes we talked about, like fear was the root of a lot of it Mm. Um, and how fear prevents us from experiencing intimacy and from having a core group and from experiencing freedom. Um, So I just think mine is like, just like go for it. Mm. Don't let fear hold you back. Don't let it stop you from like enjoying your alone time with God. If you don't have a season with friends or like, don't let fear um, prevent you from having hard conversations. Don't let it prevent you from setting boundaries. Don't let it, um, prevent you from allowing relationships to shift and flow and evolve. Um, and don't let it keep you from having deep, intimate, life-giving friendships. Mm. Like, don't let fear win. God, Come on. God died. Jesus died for that. Can we just he say that? Died for he you died for to you to experience freedom, even here on earth. Yeah. And like he in community through his people, like literally the most tangible way we can experience God on earth is through his people because we are image bearers. Like this is the way that we can experience him right through other people who were made to be like him. Right. Mm. So don't let fear keep you. um, My therapist once told me, I've said it before, just like how I built a barrier around me. And I thought I was protecting people from getting in, but Mm. I was preventing myself from getting out. Dang. And this idea of like, People want to see you like That's you, you got to let them in, but don't let fear have you living an isolated life. Cause you're living a smaller version of your life than God had planned for you. Mm. He wanted you to be loved and to feel and experience his love through his children. So yeah. like, don't let fear win. So take one little step <laughs> to fight against that fear. But that would be my last little takeaway. That is super good, Mo. And uh shout out to the Holy spirit for yeah. doing it yet again. Yet again. And you do it all again. Come on. I was trying to do the beat, but I could not think of how it goes. <laughs> That's more of like that dun, Pentecostal dun, dun, clap dun, one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got to do something quick. Uh, anyway, y'all, we had so much fun recording this entire <laughs> yes. season and really just pray that this podcast brought you laughter mm-hmm. and encouragement and some conviction mm-hmm. because we got all three of those throughout the course of the season. I know this was a little bit of a long episode, but it feels right for the season finale, you it know? Is. So. In the spirit of rest, y'all, we're going to be taking a break from recording for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. But we have some plans to return in 2022 with season six. So don't worry. We're going to be dropping some fun content here and there. Maybe a couple pop up episodes. Who knows? But in the meantime, you can keep up with us on IG at Rooted Life Podcast. But just so you know, we are taking a Sabbath from social media for the month of October. We're actually really excited about it. So feel free to join us if you want to take some moment, reset, and uh, we'll see y'all back on IG in November. Yep. And we couldn't end this episode without just saying thank you to all of our listeners, our supporters, our fans. Um, We have been so encouraged by the way that y'all have supported us and loved on us and thanked us. And we could not do any of this without y'all. So thank you for every play, every repost, every share. We love y'all so very much. We really do. And this episode we want to give our final season shout out to a listener by the name of at lovely underscore key 5423 who shared that this season has not only encouraged her to walk into new friendships but also to reconcile broken ones and communicate expectations and companionship we love to see it all right rooted fam we love y'all we're praying for y'all and we can't wait to see y'all next season as always stay rooted